0: It's episode one, season one of the Vodcast Podcasting by Integer. We're doing Resident Evil A, The Medium, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Google Shutdown Hype, not hype, more like bad news, worries, and some YouTube stuff. It's coming up right now. Let's do it! Nice, I like it. All right, looks like everything worked so welcome guys this is the first episode as i said already uh we're gonna try this thing out see how it goes it's the first so give feedback uh don't forget to subscribe and all that good stuff it should be available in podcast and vodcast form this is the vodcast if you're watching on youtube and if you're on spotify and whatever i guess it would be podcast i don't know how to do any of that yet we're doing it for the first time let's see how it goes so first off let's do that resident evil 8 village coverage so uh I need to do this and i need to do this you guys can't see if you can't see don't worry to watch the vodcast thing the first thing we have to do though is we do have to talk about some sad news first i thought it'd be a good idea to mention that a voice actress on resident evil 8 has unfortunately passed away in the last 11 days or so Uh, she is the face of one of lady dimitrescu's witches and uh very young very unfortunate, so, um, thoughts, prayers, and everything else, with her friends and family, loved ones, and, um, yeah, I hope we will enjoy her work, I'm sure we will, in Resident Evil, uh, 8, so, uh, keep that in mind, keep the good thoughts and vibes, and, uh, let's get into it, with that aside, the best thing I want to talk about is the fact that we can, uh, get ourselves a fifteen hundred dollar Chris Redfield call and interestingly we've been uh, doing Resident Evil 7 in VR so if you haven't been in any of the streams on the YouTube channel youtube.com slash the integer which should be at the top there top right if you're watching on the video um, we still have the uh, the two DLCs to go which is uh the uh, band footage one and two which will be in VR as well all in preparation of a uh, Resident Evil 8 Village, and we've got some other Resident Evil stuff. So, if you want to see uh, some brave clutch speedrun strategies and brave gameplay, you don't want to have watch one of these guys was screaming like a little, uh, little bitch on the uh, in the gaming, then uh, don't watch these streams. Okay, so uh, yeah, Capcom is charging $1,500 for Chris Redfield's boring Resident Evil card, according to PC Gamer. Um, I think it looks kind of dope. There's a bigger image of it if you're watching in a vod form of a podcast format it's basically got no buttons it's black it's the coat you can see him wearing in any of the uh, promo footage for a thingy i think i need to belch oh thank god for mute buttons so yeah it looks pretty dope i'd wear It'll go with my sensor style. i would like some buttons though i, I ain't gonna lie that the fact that it's got no buttons is mm I don't know. it's kind of a little bit it's a little bit disappointing, but you put buttons on that thing and then instantly it's a it's a definite buy but otherwise you know it's not too bad. um so go through the list here. oh yeah we do need to uh talk about uh Resident Evil reverse as well. I have to speak about that. So, uh, what's the date of a Resident Evil Village coming out again? It is it the, it's May, oh, you guys know, May 7th, it seems. Yeah, May 7th. So yeah, we're getting prepped for that. We're doing Resident Evil stuff on the channel. We've got Resident Evil 2, Remake free remake old school on the PS3. We've got everything you could need, so go and do that, follow that stuff. Follow on the, the Spotify and wherever else this may be as well, if you aren't already. And you're liking this uh, this format of things? How long have I don't know if I've spoken about? Any five minutes? I'm trying to keep things to like ten minutes or so. So Resident Evil Reverse, in case you don't know, it was enclosed beat up between the uh, 28th and 29th, I think it was, and uh, it was or is to be released with Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8. Um, therefore mentioned, we can get this cool call, fifteen hundred dollars. I know, guys, we might have to do a GoFundMe for that, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, uh, we got a key, what do the key, a uh, code, it was pretty good, actually, it's, um, basically a death match, team deathmatch, and, um, I should have some gameplay here, actually, if you're watching the VOD, there we oh. go, oh, got me audio, let's not have that, though, there we go, so, uh, it's pretty good, I'd say, um, it's basically a, um, team deathmatch, in Resident Evil Star, so obviously third-person view, and uh, you can collect little vials that when you die, you can become a powerful uh, uh, bioweapon, and that's quite interesting as well. It has a little bit of difference to it. Um, I was pretty terrible at first, got a little bit better towards the middle, and then as I start to get the mechanics and that, Uh, but it's literally a team deathmatch. You can play as the uh, classic El Clasico porcupine hat boy Tyrant. Um, you can play as a those acidy things if you're watching individual the video form. You have electric. T- each person has two kind of like weapons, a standard and then a more special weapon that you have to collect ammo for. Um, you also have uh, different moves with the uh, infected, which makes them more fun to play in and of themselves. You have kill streaks and so forth. And it was in the police station map itself. The rounds are pretty quick. You just play quick, pretty quickly do your specials. Each characters has different specials and stuff like a, I think it's clear has the electric stun, um kind of like trap thing that you can put on the floor. Uh and as we're seeing here um I almost called a Maya there, what's her name? <laughs> um Ada. Ada can do some mad ninja flip thing. It's pretty nuts. Um some seem to be more powerful than others. I don't know if there's going to be level ups and stuff. Remember, this is a closed beta demo that we had access to. They picked at random. um So yeah, it was pretty good, and it was definitely uh, fun to play for what it was. I don't know if it's going to do anything more than Resident Evil Resistance, which was more like in the vein of Left 4 Dead. I think it's going to have less stickiness than Left 4 Dead, maybe. I'm oh, not Left 4 Dead than uh, Resistance, which is more like Left 4 Dead. But it's not the Resident Evil outbreak that everyone was looking for. So I suppose. That's something to think about, but it's going to be free with Resident Evil Village, and it will be a fun distraction for a minute. I think Village looks like it will be a little bit longer than Resident Evil 3 re- Remake, though. So, there you go with that. How much else does really say? Fun, but don't think it will last very long. Um, So, what else do I have here? So, that's, uh, ah, so, we have a trailer. This should have been actually somewhere else in the order here in my Chrome, as I show you in the vodcast part of the podcast. It's a trailer for Resident Evil uh, Village, basically. I have to try and remember in doing this format that we are covering for audio as well as visual. And I have to kind of make sure. So I have to be very, very careful not to nuke this whole thing. (laughs) Got to be careful. There she is, though. We've got to talk about uh, Lady Dimitrescu. Uh, Do we want to dare get some audio on her? I don't know I, I won't let you down okay it's enough so yeah she is a she is one tall uh, chick so uh, this doesn't need to be here. i got another clip here of some of our gameplay with the uh, in VR for Chris's DLC uh, not a hero which was pretty good as well by the way in Resident Evil 7 and uh, the beginning part was annoying you are just running around it's dark you don't know what you're doing but once we got together both the DLCs were good and then one punch man uh, Joe and DLC Two end of Zoe. Definitely worth playing guys. My thoughts on those. How much time are we running here? i to watch that time. I want to keep everything to about 10 minutes per piece. And then, yeah, I'm going to go into the Heights. Here. So, um, if you're watching visually and I'll try and describe everything. If you're only listening audibly, uh, Pandora's box here on Reddit, created this amazing, uh, little thing here. They, uh, he or she said we could use in our video podcast podcast thing here so we're doing it but check him or her out on the reddit um, I'll try and remember to put a link and these are all the comparisons of all the heights so Lady Dimitrescu Dimitrescu I'm butchering her name I'm sure in Resident Evil 8 is 9 foot 6 9 foot 6 oh. yes ladies and gentlemen that's 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 pretty, uh, I'm scared. That's taller than Nemesis in Resi 3. He stands at 8 foot. Mr. X is 7 foot. Not including his hat. Morpheus, I've never played Morpheus Dead Aim. But she's 6 foot. Leon S. Kennedy himself is 5 foot 11. He's uh, he's taller than me. That's that's disappointing. Anyway. And uh, yeah, obviously Resident Evil Classic Tyrant is 8 foot 7. And Tantos, Resident Evil Outbreak The one that everyone was hoping and was waiting for uh, Capcom to announce Is going to be part of something <laughs> And they keep getting everything But but uh, he is 12 foot But the tallest of the uh, humanoid bunch in Resident Evil According to uh, the sheet here we have here on the screen Is Resident Evil Damnations 013 Which is, I thought he was meant to be the same guy That was going to be Mr x but i don't think they're the same dudes and we were gonna incidentally we were gonna uh, we were gonna watch them um, those um those resident evils uh on uh amazon um prime and they uh yeah they only went and removed them we we're gonna watch them for a certain person's birthday a few days ago i don't know some 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 dude you know uh Yeah, apparently I sh- I might that person might share a birthday with a jacksepticeye Ain't it funny how one person can get like millions of happy birthday and even if you're not low-key You put you under pressure in the streaming space if you're sharing your birthdays and stuff And uh you know You're lucky if you get like a Okay, if you get like even two people saying a uh, happy birthday, right if you do that, it's uh Yeah, it's uh, it's this it's it's, it's not it's, it's, it's not good it's not good but uh, you know I don't want the pressure so I don't tell anybody it's all good anyway I think that's uh, all of the things we wanted to cover in Resident Evil segment of our thing I'm taking off stuff off our list here. oh there's this there's, there's one big thing I wanted to, to talk about actually um, and that is in regards to Resident Evil Village I want to say that I think um, that Ethan I want to get you guys thoughts on this what do you guys think of Ethan as a character do you think that he's um see I think he's kind of a generic guy because all of the characters in Resident Evil and I as sure as many of yourself has played many Resident Evils if not all of them I can't think of any Resident Evils that has a character less of a character then Ethan Ethan doesn't even have an, an official face as far as I'm aware and um, he's just very generic he's not a Leon, he's not iconic he's not a Chris I was hoping that we would be playing as Chris in Resident Evil 8 it looks like this Chris is in the story but not a playable main you know um, and I get the whole first person camera thing be more scary blah 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 yes I get that you know I understand that but can't we just be first-person Chris? I don't know. He's just so generic I just don't have any feeling towards him. Nothing negative. He's not irritating, but he's not Interesting, you know, he's not too dark and mysterious for the ladies or nothing. So I don't know man I just think he's a little bit You know, he's a little bit generic to me and I'm interested to see what you guys thoughts are so feel free to comment wherever you want to wherever you can we have discords and you know all sorts also if you want to have access to the velvet room there is the uh patreon as well where you can help not only with uh, your fantastic presence that you already are now but you can also um drop a dollar or more you have to pay more than a dollar to get into the velvet room though just warning you but yeah do subscribe and follow and all that kind of different thing i don't know what the terms are for this uh discord this not discord um spotify have you. assuming I get this all on spotify and I think it works I don't know I'm doing this for the first time guys so just uh, give me feedback but uh let's move on shall we that's my uh, ideas on it though I'm, I'm just wondering about um his characters being a little bit too much of a Genero boy and the focus on him he's just not is don't you don't get the same feeling of like Leon or what have you or Claire or Jill he's just not in that bracket for me so I don't know but doesn't anybody really care? Maybe no one cares. So I guess we can move on. Very like Sharpen to just move on. You fool. Alright, that's all of our Resident Evil stuff. So now we're going to move on to discussing for a moment and give my early thoughts on. The Medium by Blueber Team. Alright, so. Medium was released in what, a couple of days ago. You can see how much research I've done for this, right? And also, do I need to change my uh, camera size for anyone that's vodding? Of, 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 not vodding, vodcasting? Yeah, got it smaller. So yeah, um, hey, when did it come out? February something? 6-6 six, six or something. Where's my rest of my stuff? It's like, bl- like my things all messed up here. I don't know what's going on with my browser. You guys can't see if you're listening. But if you're seeing, you're seeing. You're like, what's going on with this dude? Look, someone snaked me with a thumb down. The scumbag. I'm sure they didn't mean it, really. Thank you to all the new people as well that's uh, been joining of late. We've got some new um, um, shorts out for our Resident Evil VR experience. We've had some new subs and stuff. Welcome to the family, son. But yeah, it's um, it's been out a few days. It's available on Xbox Game Pass, and I think Yeah, it's on Steam as well. I was gonna say it's an Epic Games exclusive, but it's not, but um, what's interesting is, uh... It's kind of interesting because the uh, Metacritic for it, I didn't actually prepare for this, but uh... The Metacritic for it is a little bit mixed, um... But the Steam reviews are much more conclusive, shall we say? I mean, let's just drop that in there... And um... My thoughts on it, we've played about, I think, three or four hours. I feel like we're halfway through already on three or four hours as I go into my Steam here. I'm not logged in on this one, but it doesn't matter. not logged in on my um, thingy. Steam be always logging you out. Like, and then you have to put this stupid uh, code thing in every minute. Like, quit log- logging me out and stuff. Yeah, so it's not very positive at the moment. It was released, it says January 2021. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Obviously, it features the uh, talents of Akira Yomoku-san, probably butchered that, and uh, the other guy, as well, whose name is even harder p- to pronounce, despite my Japanese learning, language learning, uh, yeah, the iko guy I'll go with. Uh, they couldn't stand standing there like bad boys. I can't believe that it's probably almost 20 years since Silent Hill, right, with uh, Yomoku-san, so, uh, yeah, it's looking a little bit, uh... <laughs> He's looking good for his age, but he's looking older. Cause uh, we're all getting older. Was Twenty years ago, right? It's nuts. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he's still a don, of course. You know, it's just like a Godfather ver- version of music now, somewhat. But even the same is with Nobuyoshi Nib- San and what have you. We're all getting older. I got grey bits from places that I didn't know you could get grey bits now. That's one thing about birthdays and such. But yeah, it's an interesting game. It's um, it's not necessarily a uh, traditionally scary it's more kind of like um tense tense environment somewhat it might be because of a couple of hours in vr in resident evil 7 will do that it's just kind of like much more harder things to be scary it might be that i'm not sure but um yeah, some people are iffy about whether it's scary or not. So there's there's that minor factor to it. There's for me. Probably the main factors, though, is the fact that it's about eight hours runtime. It costs uh, UK money, 40 pound, 40 quid, 43 if you want that deluxe or 44 if you want the deluxe even. And it's um it's eight hours long. Now, I've said this before in a, in a stream and, and other places and that, that, you know, I've spent 20 or 30 pounds for a meal on a special day, you know, and that gets ravaged in 15 minutes. So this is still eight hours for the similar money. So I don't know. Relatively speaking, though, it's, it's, it's quite short. I prefer something these days that is shorter than it probably could have been versus something that is longer than it should be. So I guess I'm feeling a bit mixed in that way, but we haven't finished yet. We're halfway through, but there's a. Uh, it took a while for things to get really scary. Per se, it was a more tense at- atmosphere so so far in it, and then when we, once we got to the end, it was like a chase sequence and such, and that was quite tense and in that uh, and there was a jump scare that's in one of our shorts. If you check out the uh, YouTube.com slash the integer as well, you'll see that. Um, in that section, there's a, a clip of that, um, and it's. Uh, it's got its moments, but it might be a bit too short and it might be a bit too linear for my taste, maybe. Um, but if you don't mind a game that's very linear and quite short and to the point, with a tense atmosphere, I would say that this is... Uh, it looks very nice as well. Some places look looks photorealistic in some ways with uh, ray tracing, because this is a NVIDIA ray tracing supported game. So that's pretty cool as well. And um, yeah, it looks nice. Some of the animation model... I- uh, faces and stuff could do s- little work here and there. Um, you know, but overall I think the texture works pretty good overall. You can see if you're watching in the vodcast version rather than the podcast version here there's some nice visuals in there. Do- does does Spotify do like video podcast or is it just a sound? I don't even know. I don't know any of this stuff. So we're just we're just trying this out. We'll see what's going on. But yeah, it looks really nice. And um you know there's that. So it looks nice it plays fine, the puzzles are very simple, there's some optional things here and there but not too much, it's very focused, so yeah, you know, but it feels like a between, a, depending on what happens in the next half of the game, it could be up to a nine, but it's kind of more like a, a seven, seven and and a half 10 at the moment, But that's just the first impressions review right there for you guys, so that's uh, the medium, it's at 71 overall, and meet a quick but who gives a damn about meet a cricket, right, it's not really a rating thing. I think players are finding about a seven as well. So there you go. But it's higher on a, it's about 87% on Steam at the time of recording. Worth checking out though, if you've got it on Game Pass, definitely play it on Game Pass and you like Blueber Team's work. If you're a bit more on the fence, you might have to think about the price factor. But yeah, you know, I think that's all the things I wanted to cover there for that one. So um, I guess really the only thing to do is move on to Mass Effect Legendary Edition hype, or a discussion at least of sorts. So this one's an interesting one because there are a couple of things I want to cover within it and talk about. So um, you probably know by now and you've probably seen the story about this. There's a a couple of issues. It's cool that we're getting a, a 4K Ultra HD, especially if you have a 4K device or what have you, and you have the 4K capability to see it in there but um there are some considerations i suppose and that's that there's an argument there's maybe some censorship stuff going on whether you call it censorship or not um there's also uh, the issue that, that one of the dlcs won't be included so it's kind of like the complete edition but not of the trilogy so in case you don't know as well legendary edition of mass effect basically means mass effect one two and three with all the dlcs minus the pinnacle station dlc i just did a, like a spit there that didn't capture out a little bit of- spit coming out there <laughs> so yeah it's um 4k it's hdr it's giving the things a facelift in and making things look a little bit nicer some people are arguing it it's making things feel a little less kind of surreal and dark because it's lightening things up a bit but it's nightmare to get mass effect free all the dlc with the current origin system that ea's got going on in there so this is probably the only way to get it clean like the pinnacle station dlc should i remember to be i can't remember if you guys know and remember was the pinnacle dlc a good dlc i think it was a, i remember it being a good dlc not very long but good was that the one with the explosion thing the explosive thing image i think it oh no no wait there wasn't that the one where you had to do like a shooting gallery type thing actually so it's not maybe a big deal a big deal actually more of a bigger deal is the fact that there's no now confession me and a, a crew of my boys then back when, when we used to just play a bunch of multiplayer stuff together, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer was our jam. We played that for about 8, 9, 10, 11 months straight exclusively. And it was, that 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 multiplayer, if you haven't played it, well, you, it won't probably be any good now because there's probably no one playing, but man, it was so good. <laughs> It was beautiful uh it's tactical you know you've got so many different powers and stuff you can you know i'll use my asari and freeze dudes and then pop them in the head with the uh is it phallic's cannon or whatever that that very powerful pistol so good and uh yeah it's not not included and i'm surprised because ea usually like money and they were selling a sh- load of uh loot boxes with that game But it wasn't pay to win because it was against AI, by the way. So you'd be like four four of the galaxy's finest. You could play as Asaris. The only thing you couldn't play as was probably Elkor, but you could unlock them and stuff. And it was very addictive. You know, you could do do powers and stuff. so, So, such a good... I feel like playing it now, just talking about it. Did any of you guys have an addiction to Mass Effect 3 multiplayer like me and my boys did at one point? It was so good. And I say boys literally because mostly the guys that one. Left for dead we had guys, girls, but Mass Effect one was the, the, the core crew. And uh that was the that was the man's them. It was so good. Uh, I'm kinda sad that it's uh, you know, I'm kinda sad that it's not uh I mean yeah you like money. <laughs> so I don't understand. But they they don't they're not doing it. So yeah, in addition to that though. They're going to cut back on butt shots according to a PC gaming article. Um, I don't know about this because there's already a a, a suggestion that to some practitioners of gaming, some people argue that, you know, the wokeness of the Western society means that now women's sexiness is now censored altogether. Unless the woman is not... If a woman is not traditionally attractive in, in the medium, And I'm talking about the science of things, I'm not talking about, you know, look, you know, we're all lovely people inside, you know, but I'm no Dolce & Gabbana model, okay? There are sexy people and there are people and some girls are sexy, you know, they might not be sexy inside, but some girls are like, you know, just, that's just the way that be, you know, and that's fine, but, um, Western games especially seem to have a serious problem with the idea of attractive women and the idea of attractive women or men enjoying attractive women um, it seems to be fine if the character is like a lesbian or something but if it's a heterosexual to me, from my perspective, I saw Mass Effect 1 to 2 this kind of like, let you do your thing, you wanna do dudes, you can do dudes you wanna do chicks, you do jigs you, can, you, do, you wanna do multiple, you do multiple but I like Mass Effect 3 even though I only got halfway through on that game, it seemed to change that whole thing. And I think they got different types of writers that would be, might be why the reason that it changed. But like everybody wanted to just hang out all of a sudden. You had characters that wanted to play chess and they literally wanted to play just chess. So yeah, um, it's not great. I, I, I do worry about it um, a little bit. Not that I'm, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give the impression here that, like, Miranda butt shots are a deal breaker. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying don't buy a Mass Effect Legendary Edition now because you're not going to get the uh, extra shots of a Miranda's butt. But, like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird. We're in a world where a lot of women don't mind taking a lot of weird pictures and stuff of their body parts. And disseminate, dis- disseminating it around the world, and Western games are scared of the, uh, you know, women that look good, you know, because I mean, at the end of the day, any of us can like, you know, be a cert- look a certain way for, you know, but it takes a certain effort to look a certain way that is being de- potentially demonized, you know. So I don't know what else are they gonna censor or remove or whatever you wanna call it. I don't know. Is it no reaction? Do you guys care? Does it make a difference? Are you worried? Is it just, am I being a, a sexist, foolish male that needs to get a whole bunch of uh, subscribers to our excellent Patreon that's now been updated and has a whole bunch of cool tiers like uh, tier Ichi and tier Ni and, uh, you know, we also have the uh, simpleton tier as well, the simple tier, tier 3. Tier 1 and up gives you access to the uh, Velvet Room, but if you're really broke, you can always check out the uh, tier 0, which is all good as well, but yeah. Anyway, that just came out of nowhere. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I think that's everything I want to say. Oh, one more thing before we go down. There was a, a claim. I don't know if you guys remember this back in the day. In my day. There was a whole controversy about the Mass Effect Andromeda female characters, which, by the way, they butchered the multiplayer on, that, on Andromeda. It just wasn't the same. But they kind of took these, and if you're seeing the visual, I don't know if you've got a visual mode on Spotify, but if you're seeing the visual here, I've got the page up open here, and this is the sun. I know, it's the sun, but this is it shows the original model here, and they've clearly squashed her face. <laughs> they've squashed her face and squashed her nose and made it more dumpy. And then they got a male model here for the male rider. So the character's called Rider in the uh, protagonist in the game rather than Shepard. And they've left his face pretty much the same whereas they made the um gosh that guy that does makeup will be wetting himself over this guy right now um they um literally squashed a female's face so that she looks kind of like girl next door dumpy but it's clearly like a model that's like quite easy on like if you look at the original woman here she's like uh she's a bit you know in a way that the that she doesn't look in the game and it just doesn't make sense why they do that. And there was some kind of thing that was suggesting that there's a lot of games that have made girls just look consistently media, scientifically unattractive in the same way that people would say that I'm scientifically not as attractive as certain dudes in Hollywood or whatever. I don't know. Right? So just in case, you know, girls think, you know, they're thinking they're there. Yeah, let stop us. Type of thing. I'm saying the same for my giving myself. I'm not the uh, male Madonna or nothing. But I don't expect all my games to have guys that look like me to balance things out. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with having attractive dudes in a game for the ladies or the guys, if you're that way inclined. And there's nothing wrong with stuff for us straight boys either. We can have good looking girls. You know, look at all the girls in um, the outer worlds. They all look like they wear lumberjack. All right, let's not go there. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Next! I think it's going to be Google Stadia closing their first-party studio stuff, among other things. Alright, so yes. Google Stadia, a few days ago, seven days ago, according to this article, has closed its internal studios. Now, if you don't know what Google Stadia is, or Stadia... I'm going to say Stadia because I'm then Japanese and that's how you pronounce R. So I'm kind of like lean that way now. <sighs> I'm sorry, but that's just, you know, how it's going to be. But essentially, um, yeah, they've closed their internal studio and Google Stadia is a way for you to play games in your browser. We've got some videos on it on the uh, youtube.com slash the integer. If you check it out, it t- shows you and tells you how to set up a free account where you'll get a free month. Of uh, using the Pro version of the service and even how to set up some of the get the free games as well as how some of the games look. There's one video or two separate videos if you only want one or the other. Go and check that out, I'm here for you. But essentially um, aside from that and there's some features in there what's cool about it is that you know and we've we've done a little bit of Google Stadia and there's more videos I've got if you want, guys want more coverage of Google Stadia if you want to see my Need to do like a comparison video of like I've got like four recordings of different versions of Doom 2016 playing on different systems on the PC in pure form, on PC via streaming for a PlayStation Now, on the PlayStation 4 downloaded, and on the Google Stadia Obviously, might do a thing where it's like, can you guess which one? Because it's it looks it's pretty good it actually works pretty well and if you are in the right circumstances for needing something like Google Stadia it could be quite handy to have I'd say. Now my concern with Google Stadia has always been if you ever heard me talk about this before I've always had a major concern with Google Stadia is that the idea of paying like £50 for games that require you to be online and the idea of them deciding they don't want to do it anymore for whatever reason and then you lose, presumably lose access, well you will lose access to your games if they don't run the servers for it. I can't see Google running these servers indefinitely if the service isn't active anymore. So you're taking a super big risk and I would only recommend at the moment using Google Stadia in the sense of like if you're paying monthly to just use it like you'd use PlayStation Plus or something for those kind of games that work while your subscription is active. Because you already distance yourself from the idea of permanently owning those games somewhat. Now in saying that, I've had some feedback from the community on Google Stadio is that it works really excellently. Uh, I forget who it was that said it, so if it's a if you know, give a shout out in the comments. But someone was saying that, you know, they were playing uh, Cyberpunk on there. It looks great, works great, no problems, none of the bugs that a lot of people were having when it was first out and stuff. So it works really well. Um, and I've played some stuff on it, and it works really well to me as well and it looks really good If you use it there's a there's a thing called um, Google Stadia Enhanced I think it is called I've got Stadia Enhanced, I've got the version 1.8.10 that can help as well because it can force Google Stadia to run in its 4k form Otherwise, it looks quite nasty on a 4k display stuck at 1080p which it can do sometimes but um, running at the um, 4k it looks really good actually and it's kind of hard to tell once all the processing's happened on the videos and everything even at the same quality you'll be you'll be hard hard pushed to tell one from the other but yeah that's um that's what's going on with that so essentially they had a studio to make games in-house to showcase what Stadia is about and they've they had Jade Raymond on the team I'm sure you've heard of Jade Raymond or maybe you haven't but she was like one of the first prominent females in the gaming industry to really blow up at one of the E3's in that, um, who's a producer basically of like Assassin's Creed and so forth, but, uh, that's her most famous um, thing. I think she started as a programmer and what have you, so she's you know, legitimate and no disrespect or nothing. It's not meant to be disrespectful. But I want to mention why she made an impact as well, apart from being skilled and good at her job, obviously. She was also um you know easy on the um easy on the eye you know just just uh, just uh, just, uh saying. Whoa. so that's kind of uh, she kind of uh, yeah that was a the thing there was a lot of um there was a lot of people on there having their hands below their belly button so to speak but she's a talented woman she knows her stuff and i think it's been a second or third time that she's been involved with something that's just shut down without anything being released so she's just had a bit of a tough uh, luck with this uh, whole nonsense. People keep shutting down their stuff before she can get anything out since. So she's still most famous for being the producer on Assassin's Creed. Um. Oh, by the way, guys, for any of you guys that are thinking anything, yeah, she's like, last I checked, I think she's like married like 20 kids. So don't even go there. Okay. Just just don't. No. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, they decided to shut it down because essentially they think it's better to focus on just helping publishers and and developers integrate and put their games onto Stadia but it's a cop out they say that obviously it takes a lot of money to make games and big AAA games it's just true it takes money it takes a lot of time I mean not everything takes like eight or nine years like a cyberpunk but you know I think three four years is pretty typical now I think I mean I need to belch as well sorry oh yeah that was a good one so yeah that's true but they could have like if you look at things like Among Us and that you know they could have made something like Among Us to really kind of show what Stadia can do right because Stadia the interesting thing with Stadia is that it has a a feature that links to YouTube features like allowing people to vote what should happen next in the game if you if you program it of course I'm saying you integrate into your game things like being able to jump into the game in a queue system you know if you're subscribed to a channel or whatever Features that I think really probably shouldn't be locked into Stadia because it would be useful more for YouTube in terms of competing with um, competing with Twitch even more, which we'll talk about a bit more in the last section. Um, but it's got those features in there and it would have been a great way to showcase how that can be utilized if they came up with something that was like a, an Among Us, at a more kind of single A or double A version rather than triple A. And so instead of spending like 10 years and... Loads of money and loads of risk. They still could have used the talents of someone like Jade Raymond to produce something like that and get people working on something like that. That they that is easier or can just scale a little bit over time rather than going for big AAA stuff. So I think that would have been a better move than just uh, closing it, which is, affects one hundred and fifty developers. By the way, so hopefully everyone finds uh, jobs um, and got a payout or something because these aren't the best times to be a uh, you know having issues with a uh, income. I can attest, so again, you know, if, you, uh, if you're rich, do share it with us, hit up that uh, Patreon or what have you, or there might even be like a, there might even be like a, 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 a support thing you can do on the, the Spotify or something, I don't know how that works, but do one of those things and I'll love you forever, or at least until, at least until you don't want to give a brother any more money, then I'll just love you normal, you know, so. I think that's everything i would say about google stadia but it's pretty impressive so far let me know if you want more content on it on my view what do you guys think do you think that they should go with the method i was talking about which is maybe just gone for smaller games that don't take forever to make but really showcase what google stadia is about something very mobile addictive style games like a a, a, an among us in a way if you look at the mobile game market a lot of the multiplayer games are very you know addictive for people and dominate a lot of the uh viewing stuff so like why not just have done that and do games that style that they could get out quickly save a whole bunch of money and then uh you know they would get the best of both worlds does this make you more worried about stadio it certainly does for me and it certainly reinforces my idea of like don't put a lot of money into this because i don't trust it i don't know if google's got a habit of getting rid of things if it doesn't blow up straight away which is kind of ironic, considering that's exactly what you shouldn't do if you want to get YouTube working for you. The Google give up on things the way that people give up on YouTube, so don't do that. But yeah, if you've put a lot of money into Google Stadia, I don't want to make you nervous, so I don't want to click bait you or anything. But I'd be a little bit worried and concerned. Just be careful. Try and stick to the the. the and you know, there's a free tier. Thing. But again, it's only while it's active, so just be careful. But it would have been a good idea for them to just go with the smaller Among Us style game to showcase the features that link with the YouTube, that's addictive on mobile devices since it's a streaming service thing, and then that would have been better. But they, they kind of f-ed up. Anyway, let's move on. Shell. YouTube clips and milestones of the channel and just streaming stuff generally, maybe, I don't know. We're roughly at about 10 minutes per subject, but I don't know if we've gone over or not. I'm trying to keep this a little bit lower, we're at 40 minutes already. Ah! Alright. Um. So yeah, YouTube has finally, finally got its version of clips and um, it's interesting. Why they put my damn email up on the screen here, I think. Um, it's interesting because so it's 5 to 60 seconds and it's interesting because it's a discussion of like I guess of you know a lot of people are wondering should they stream on YouTube should they stream on on Twitch from my experience and my opinion I don't think it makes a damn difference right now because live format content has the same problems irrespective of where you are and where you're doing it the only difference between YouTube and Twitch right now is that YouTube has better um no Twitch has better integration with third-party api tools you know things like you know uh, native voting mechanism native uh betting mechanism in terms of like you know will i win the next game or will i die type of thing uh things like hype trains which are casino versions of making you spend more money without you even knowing it better uh, brand recognition in terms of like emotes and different things like that essentially youtube is a closed platform right it's proprietary whereas uh, Twitch is a bit more open with their API and stuff, so you can get a lot of third party things going, you can do a lot of more integration things, you can do you know, you can do things like make things come on your face randomly by someone spending redeeming points, which we've got things like that on our Twitch where you can use it in a minute and so forth. If you want to follow the Twitch, by the way, we know we are actively on it right now, but twitch.tv slash the integer. It's always the integer pretty much for almost everything. Um but yeah, you can do that if you want to. We would appreciate if we um, end up using it. We'll see you there, but right now we're on the YouTube thing, innit? So yeah, um, it's uh, an interesting battle right now because uh, what's more interesting, and you can see maybe from some of the tabs if you're watching in a video form here of this uh, podcast podcasting, is the fact that we um have a lot more monetization options open to us once we hit a thousand especially as a gaming channel which i might have the comparison thing to show here what's in that is interesting so yeah we're almost at uh well we need the watch time as well we're about halfway on the watch time in case anyone's interested in as well we put milestones as the uh, sub subject here we're at um at time of recording and looking right now we're at 626 uh subscribers it'd be funny if we can hit a thousand this year. it's just a little milestone thing if you like the content, do follow and, and subscribe on you know, YouTube, subscribe on, follow on whatever platform you're listening or watching on. Because it's just cool to know that people are interested and then that people uh, enjoy or appreciate the hustle. So do do that. It's free to do so. And uh, you might be one of the people contributing to us hitting a thousand on something closest being on YouTube. But we do need to watch time to so go and watch some videos, go watch some of the featured videos and stuff. Go watch that Google Stadia one or whatever. Leave comments and, and stuff. And what's that noise? Someone's been a goofy in the household right now. going, Quit! I'm trying to record. What the hell? Anyway, so yeah. Interestingly though, they got the clips thing coming up, and they're testing it at the moment. So it's just pretty much big channels, best place to test clips is big channels. Best place to these kind of things is big channels. Anyway, you'll probably be able to like test it on like oh, or you can test it on YouTube's own. Um, creator thingy majiggy page thing you probably would test it on like you know PewDiePie and Valkyrie and all those guys and girls of bigness we ain't got it yet Uh, as far as I know but the idea is what's clever about this clips thing is that it doesn't seem to make separate video like twitch does with all these goofy names like pantsless panda or whatever what it does is it takes a segment of the video and then puts that link of that segment or that chunk that you selected of 5 to 60 seconds associated with the person that created it. Theoretically what this should mean is that even if someone does the same points in the video it should be fine because it's connected to their actual account and then obviously you're able to just watch that segment of uh, that live stream or whatever else but it also has the benefit of uh, maybe making someone watch the whole thing. Once they click out of that thing I think they said that it still counts to watch time as well so it operates normal which is pretty damn cool I think it's a clever idea they should give that person a raise because essentially they've saved YouTube money as far as freaking more video it takes no space on the art on their drives or what have you because it just uses segments of the videos already on the system it's clever it's a clever system it seems provided it works we don't know yet but it seems to work pretty well so it's a good step in the right direction and yes should you stream on one or the other? Again, doesn't make a difference. It doesn't. There's not much discoverability on just live. You, you have to make the content. I know everyone's always preaching it now. And like, you know, everyone's fed up of hearing that. People that wanted me to just be streaming, 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 streaming. And that's it. By the end of the day, I proved that it doesn't do anything. It's been proven many times. You can't just stream. Everybody can stream. Cats can stream. A cat streaming playing Valorant averagely is more interesting than watching me play Valorant on averagely or anyone else, right? So this is uh doesn't make a difference, but if you need a little bit of watch time stuff like we're close, it makes sense for us to stream on YouTube right now because we get a little bit of watch time. If you guys hang out in those those streams, even if this is three or four people or maybe ten or whatever, then that gives us a little bit of watch time, gets us closer to that that milestone, community milestone, right? And also as well obviously it gives a brother a chance to get some dollar. What? So, yeah, do that do subscribe and watch watch a bunch of things, okay, so uh okay, my time this is gonna be almost a how long video., oh, I was trying to make these all ten minutes long, but then we've got five subjects, so it makes sense, but don't worry, we'll separate them and make a bunch of content so yeah, speaking of uh, that that was interesting uh I wanted to say finally on this really was the fact that a whole bunch of features on YouTube as far as comparing to twitch in terms of monetization or ways that you can support your favorite uh content or content creators or what you, whatever you want to call them, vloggers, bloggers, goggers, smoggers and joggers, um, so obviously it's advertising revenue, right? Now what's interesting is, uh, if I can see it, channel memberships, which are basically, uh, the equivalent of a Twitch subscription, is it used to be something that was for 10,000 minimum. Now they've now dropped that down at some point to 1,000 subscribers. Um, it used to be ten thousand, uh, was it twenty or thirty thousand, something like that? Super chat and stickers. I'm pretty sure that used to be something mad as well. Well, not mad, but it used to be higher. Um, but now that is, you can see that we you click the links for watching on the video form here. But now that is just channel monetizers. That's literally it. Which means one thousand. Um, so that's changed as well. That used to be like ten or something thousand, I think. I could be wrong. And if anyone knows that I'm wrong, then do share. Don't mind um don't mind being wrong the only thing that you don't get now and there was a thing i don't know if i've got it open here i went to see there was a thing somewhere was it was interesting i can't find it right now but there was a link that said that you had to have thirty thousand subscribers to have channel memberships and then a byline before or after said that you only need a thousand if you're a gaming channel To me, this is a clear statement of intent that they're trying to actually really start to take advantage of their presence and really give Twitch a run for its money. So essentially, this is the equivalent of Twitch's 75 uh, concurrent viewers and was it 500 followers? 500 followers, I think it is. 500 followers and 75 average views. But this is uh, this is their equivalent. You still need that 4,000 hours of watch time and that's what's gonna kill you basically because that's not as easy. You can't just do like freaking montages where people just click it and what have you. No one's gonna, no one's gonna be able to click it because no one's gonna find that stuff. It's uh, harsh, but it's true. But it's gonna definitely separate the boys from the girls or the girls from the boys or the men from the boys and the women. Anyway, but yeah, obviously affiliation is very easy on Twitch pretty much it's a milestone but it's not so hard because they they let you count as a viewer for pete's sake so that's clearly clearly a sign that it's uh it's not meant to be hard and they lock you into streaming on twitch by just being an affiliate whereas youtube you can still stream wherever the hell you want and you get a lot more for the thousand subscribers as a gaming channel now or at least as a channel in general maybe um there's a lot of features there so they clearly want to compete but they don't want to compromise what it means to get monetization on YouTube so yeah, it's interesting times definitely keep an eye out on YouTube and definitely keep an eye out on our YouTube youtube.com slash the integer and congratulations to anyone that's hit any milestones on any of the platforms, congratulations if you hit your affiliate or your monetization on YouTube or wherever have you we we'll celebrate you, well done, no mean feat, awesome hope to join the club soon enough, in saying that though you know these are interesting times so just be grateful that we're about alive and kicking and we have the chance to even try or to even fail and that leads us nicely into what will be our final segment which is just basically me saying you know aside from thank you for watching or listening because it's weird you could be listening as well this is a weird thing i don't know how this is going to work um and i got to think about the transcribing limits time thing anyway don't worry about it oh, yeah. so yeah we got next coming up on the uh, channel it should be the next stream should be the band footage volume one and two for playstation vr in resident evil 7 so if you're getting ready for resident evil uh eight and lady dimitrescu in a uh silliness of being nine foot six what's up with that then uh come and join us in the uh the v- world of VR. It'll be fun. We get the voice thing going uh, so I can hear what's going on in the chats. And, um you know, it won't hurt the watch time. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yes, I know I keep going on about it, but it has to be done. We got new YouTube shorts as well, which is our equivalent of TikTok for adults. Um, So definitely uh check that out if you're into that kind of thing. If you think that, if you feel like, you know, that like like shorts are I'm not sure. It's like TikTok's stuff for like kids. you will be right. So check out ours, which is for adults, basically. It's, it's a good time. And there's about 70 videos in there for you to enjoy of the, some of the finest curated, picked content available known to man or woman or beast or cat. Facts. So do do that. Um, we also... Are likely going to be covering some more Google Stadia stuff. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think of this though. Do you, think this, do you want more of this? Is this a good thing? Is this a goofy thing? Will anyone find this stuff? Will anyone find this on Spotify? How do people find things on Spotify? Is Spotify kind of like Twitter? Where only people find things on the... If you are already established somewhere else kind of thing? Is this a waste of time? Was this cringy? Are you guys offended by my words or my appearance? Appearance, appearance or appearance? Is appearance a word? I don't know. I might have just made up a word A new word Affairn sounds good um, And also as well from Apart from Resident Evil stuff That we'll be playing And what have you We might also be checking out The system shop Because they've got some things Going on with that That is um, Going to be coming up soon And I Lost my sayers on it When we do that again This is mixed up with some retro And then more Resident Evil stuff Only a bunch of Resident Evil stuff But streaming Like I said Is not Streaming is like a lost leader At the moment So until we get a bunch of people In the Velvet Room And the people in the Velvet Room are very happy, by the way. We're going to have to be very, very, and I mean very careful. Careful, 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 careful. That was the wrong one. So I got it on the second attempt. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah, that's all of the stuff. I don't wanna go any longer because this is like fifty-four minutes. How long do how long on podcasts? And do people listen to podcasts for fifty-four minutes? What the hell's wrong with you, man? You do do well, I suppose if you're like on the bus or the train, do you like listen to someone's blabbering on? Like myself for like whatever time. I, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. I don't know, but you know what? What I do know. It's time for me to wrap it up thank you so much guys for watching don't forget to subscribe and like and share with a friend share it with a girlfriend who will share with her girlfriend wait a minute. no that's not right unless you're into that kind of thing share with somebody because that helps share it on reddit i'm not allowed to if i share it on reddit i am self-promoting share on your reddit share on your socials share on your twitter share with an ex share with your cat they might share it with their friends that are dogs do the stuff support the things. thank you so much for your time thank you for watching we love you in these times guys be safe give someone you love a hug no don't give them a hug actually don't 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 hug them okay just give them a, a air hug okay like like this just do that that and we love you and we we'll catch you on the next one if we manage to do anything with this okay thank you